0: welcome back to another episode uh randy what's today's topic i can't pronounce some of these words
1: (laughs) uh we we wrote down weight loss and body dysmorphia what happens psychologically when you lose a lot of weight after being fat your entire life Uh, and we were just kind of riffing right before we started recording you're like oh let's just let's just go and i was going to interrupt you and say that if you hadn't so i'm glad you did uh so why don't you just kick it off
0: so, growing up with the husky life, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, being big boys, there's there's so much that goes into struggling with your way as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of bullying. I don't think bullying stops when you grow up. It just takes a different form.
1: Yep. People are a lot more polite about bullying now.
0: Yeah, they are. and But it's more in your face because you go shopping and there's... Things that don't fit you, and there's things that you want to do, and you don't look good. Mm-hmm. And so, as a kid, you get bullied for being fat and being different, but you don't think about being fat when you look at buying clothes, mm-hmm. or being in an airport, or sitting in a plane, or being in a bus. And the list goes on and on and on. But I think what we want to talk about today is not necessarily the mindset that you build as a husky kid. I think that's mm-hmm. a completely different um topic but what happens when you lose a bunch of weight mm-hmm. and you start um thinking about your self-identity of what you used to be and i think this is what we talked about this in uh, last episode about your past mm-hmm. um anyways let's talk about weight loss uh you've lost 100 pounds mm-hmm. and you've kept it off for almost six years almost it'll six be six years. years in
1: december yeah
0: 100, 100 pounds, right? 100 Over hundred pounds. I was
1: about, I was about three hundred at my heaviest, and I was, my body likes to sit around two hundred nowadays. And my heaviest weight was three
0: twenty-five, and I got down to two forty-seven, and then I came back up and I'm r- to like two ninety-five, and I think these last two or three years, or last two years, I've been kind of floating around the two seventies, two sixties. My goal weight is two thirty. So I graduated high school. At two forty five mm-hmm. so I got down on my high school way and then I came back up. but anyways, let's talk about your you said it in the last episode there's a click, a switch that went off, and you said, "I'm losing the weight, yeah, do you want to elaborate on first the thought process that you went to, taking the next step and losing
1: the weight sure, yeah, um so you know, when you grow up as a fat kid, and there, if you argue with me, you're lying. Um, when you're a fat kid growing up, everyone not, wants to not be the fat kid, um, especially when you are the fat kid. I will you, not disagree with that. Yeah, and I will I will argue with anybody who says otherwise. Uh, and that, that obviously carried over with me into college. And You know, I was ashamed of being a fat kid. Um, I was really embarrassed about it. And, like, I, I didn't even take my shirt off at pools or outside until I was in my early twenties, just cause I was so embarrassed about it. Um, but I was actually, I was, I, you know, I'd done a lot of research on nutrition and dieting, but I was just never brave enough to pull the trigger. Um, but one day I was sitting in my principles of real estate class with my mentor, John Bain, and he doesn't know this, but this was the first time I took his class. I ended up taking his class twice because I wanted to maximize what I got to learn from there. Overachiever. Thankfully, uh, Hazelwood was paying for it, thankfully. Um, But we played a game at the end of the year called, what do you do with your time if you have infinite money? And this was like the one day I ever had, I'd ever sat in front of class and it was because I got the class late and there were only seats in the front available. And Bane called on me in class one day and he goes, you, what would you do with your time? And I was like, work out. Cause obviously it's on your mind a lot. When you, when you're fat, you want to lose weight. You think about it. Or I thought about it a lot. Um, and so I said, work out. And he goes, okay, great. How long do you work out? I said, an hour, two hours. He goes, good. You look like you need it. And this is a true story. And I remember just kind of sitting there reeling like, you know, there were some giggles in the class. Cause it's like, it was in, in retrospect, it's a funny roast. And, uh, <laughs> like, I don't even blame for it. Like it was, it, I needed that. Um, but I was just like, damn, you know, I just got called out in front of like a hundred something strangers by someone I really look up to and respect. I was like, I'm never letting that happen again. And like, for me, I, I don't know what it is about me and my my mentality, but I just have this this mode in my head, this switch that gets turned on just by something. I don't know what, what does it, uh, but it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm fi- fixing this and changing this right now. And so literally the week later, <clears throat> December 15th, 2013, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done being fat. And I started doing, I, I'm not going to say what I did because what I did was very unhealthy, and ended up leading to a little some health complications later down the road. But I've I've since learned how to healthily maintain my, my diet and fitness. Um, but yeah, that December 15th, I don't even I don't think I got to weigh I didn't weigh in until about two weeks later, but I was losing over a pound a day. And um, I the first time I did weigh in I was a little little over two eighty and I and I bought a scale so I could track it and I was losing a little over a pound a day. Um, but by April of 2014, I was at 200 pounds. It was, and it it was so drastic that I couldn't, I couldn't quite wrap my head around it because I went from 18 years, no, 19 years of my life being a fat kid to literally not in a matter of four months. And if you can ever imagine looking at yourself in the mirror for 18 months, or for 18, 18, 19 years, and then in a four-month time span, you are a completely different person, it's very reality-shattering and perception-shattering.
0: Yeah, it's insane. I mean, for me, it wasn't it wasn't that drastic. You know, I went from, like I said, 325 to 240-something, mm-hmm. and mine took me... I lost like 60-some pounds in, in the first six or seven months. Mm-hmm. And then I lost the rest of it um and so January 2014 is when I started losing the weight. And then um, sometime around May 15 was when I was like, I'm at my lowest. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, similar to you, there's something in my head that's just like a switch. And when I say I'm going to do something, I, I just go and fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah. But, and this is a big but, it has to be my priority. Yeah. And so if it's not my priority and that switch isn't on, it's very easy for my that switch to go off mm-hmm. because I start making excuses about this, and I say, "Well, this is falling behind because it's not a priority." Mm-hmm. And so I gained all the weight back. I went from 325 to two forty-seven, two forty-five, whatever that is, and then I went back up in a matter of two or three months. I gained like the fifty pounds. Yeah, wow. shit's in the weight. Yeah.
1: So, so when you dieted, I'm guessing once that switch got turned off you kind of just went back to your old eating habits and it just like weight And see, came th- back. and that's
0: the thing that I struggle with and I don't want to say that I'm addicted to food even though I kind of believe it because mm-hmm. that's more of an excuse for me because like the working out parts that's never been a problem I'll enjoy physical activity mm-hmm. but the eating part is that's the part that I struggle with the most mm-hmm. But but yeah to your point like once I lost all that weight I started getting complacent and I got into, you know, a recent relationship. And so that in itself, you know, my my fiancé and, uh, uh, and I, shout,
1: I. Shout out to Fernando and Brianne for getting engaged this last weekend.
0: <laughs> and so, yeah, we joke around and say that we love each other too much because we eat too much. <laughs> uh, you know, we both gain, you know, some some amount of weight in, in our relationship. But anyways, all that to say, my priority was now my relationship. Mm-hmm. And to me, showing affection and showing love was showing her in a financial way of taking her out to dates Mm -hmm. and naturally being a bigger guy and being used to being a bigger guy going to a restaurant to me was eating the biggest plate yep and eating (laughs) the best food um and so that kind of just trickled on and so as i was trying to show my affection and my love to her i was kind of showing too much love to myself Mm -hmm. and eating way too much food and so i gained all that weight back but yeah like for me it's if it's not if it's not a priority not a lifestyle i don't go forward with it Mm -hmm. Uh, and we can keep going on on this particular topic but i think what i want to talk about is you know finding comfort in your body and being comfortable in your own skin Mm -hmm. you know when i was 325 i was super uncomfortable i was a happy jolly guy and everybody enjoyed being around me and i enjoyed being around people Mm -hmm. but i wasn't happy in my shape right and then i got down to 247 and i was like fuck like i'm still not (laughs) I don't look the way I want to look. I mean, my arms look nicer. Mm -hmm. My clothes fit's a little bit better. um, I'm not, you know, breathing so heavily when I go up the stairs and stuff like that, but I still wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. And then I gained the weight back and I wasn't necessarily unhappy, Mm -hmm. but I found a lot more, the level of hate that I had towards my body was a lot lower Mm -hmm. because I, I knew what, what being lighter was, with the mentality that I have now as a, you know, as an adult, Mm -hmm. Uh, not necessarily like high school. Right. And so it's, it's crazy to think about how I want to be a certain weight, but I'm happy where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm not doing it because of the, now I'm not trying to, uh, you know, pursue a certain number in my weight Mm -hmm. because of the number or, or whatever the case is, but it's because I want to be healthy. Right. Not because I want to look better, Mm -hmm. but to your, I mean, now back to you, now that you've held or kept off that 100 pounds, how do you, how do you think that it impacted your, your image uh, and your self-worth?
1: Nowadays, it's been such a positive impact. Um, and I'm sure some of you have at least become aware of the halo effect. So for those of you that don't know, and I'm, gonna, I'm paraphrasing here, but the halo effect is the idea that whenever you meet someone uh, who's more attractive, you automatically assume they have other good qualities about them so i noticed that once i lost a lot of weight was that people were just generally nicer to me and it's a very very weird thing that it took me a little bit to get used to was that you know random strangers would just approach me and talk to me but that never happened before um and even nowadays sometimes i'll be caught caught off guard but um now it's it's been such a positive thing for me because because it's not that's, it's not an extra stress on my mind. It's oh, okay, yeah, cool, like, sweet. I can see my abs. <laughs> my abs look good today. Cool. Like it's just it's just a thing that goes on. And you know, I I've I've spent six years creating that that dietary habit and that lifestyle. And like, I still eat pizza. I still eat chicken and burgers, but it's it's in moderation. Um, so maybe like I'll I'll ball out like two nights a week. Um, but during the rest of the week, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'll, I'll eat between, I usually eat around like three, 3,000 ish calories, um, except for those two cheat meals I'll have. But, um, like, and that's just what works for me. but I, you know, I work out three to five days a week, just what I can with my schedule. Um, and I've just made it, I've just made it a habit and I, I couldn't imagine it not being a habit now. I think what I'm about to
0: ask you can translate over to a lot of different topics. So if you guys are listening to this, and you're like, well, I'm a healthy weight or weight loss this is not not that important to me. Think about this next question in a different context, whether that be finances or your education or your position at work. How do you see people who are
1: fat now? That's a dangerous question. Um.
0: And who tell you that it's not that easy. I'll make it a little bit less dangerous.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um it's not easy. I will I will concede that because I remember what it was like when I first wanted to. It seemed like such a daunting task and I was so scared to, you know, even attempt it because if you fail then it's, you know, that's that idea of well I I'll never be able to do it. Um but you can't have that mentality. And whenever I see people, you know, overweight people that say that it's so hard or, or complain about it, you just have to approach them with empathy and understanding, and and, and thankfully I, I've come from a position where I can understand. Um, and you just have to help them see that, you know, food can be addictive, and just help them help them see that there there is another option if they so choose to go down that path. It's not so yes, it's challenging and. The best thing I try to the thing I try to do is just be supportive of whatever decision they want to make as long as they know that they have a decision and they have a choice. If you choose to be overweight because you enjoy eating a lot of food and you're happy with it, I'm going to support you because I'm going to support you being happy. If you are not happy about it and you're not doing anything about it, that's where I have a problem. Um, but if you are, if you're not happy about it and you're working on it and you're kicking, you're kicking ass in the gym you're eating right, hell yeah, man. Let's go work out together. Like, I love it. I, I support it. I've been there. I've done that. Um But, yeah, it's it's the people who want change but aren't willing to do anything about it. That that really irks me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm the exact same way. You know, again, I'm not the best example as far as losing the weight and keeping it off. But I'm an example of someone who lost the weight, gained the weight, and find comfort in their own skin Mm -hmm. and still working on trying to achieve that image of what I want my body to look like. Right. Without oppressing, you know, other people or being so hard on myself. Um, And I think it's important for people to kind of realize that at the end of the day, it's not about how you look, but how you feel. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more on the halo effect. I think that's definitely something that I, I I guess feel now because mm-hmm. I def, I felt a certain way when I lost the weight and I would agree that people saw me a different way when they, when they met me at being my heaviest mm-hmm. and they saw me at being my lightest and then seeing me again, kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. um, People had this different idea of, of me. I used to hear a lot, of people say, "Oh my God, your work ethic is is so good," mm-hmm. or you're just so committed, or you're so this, or you're so that. And as I was increasing the weight, people I kind of started hearing that less and less and less.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a function of people think you know, oh well, he's not working as hard in the gym, so maybe his work ethic is slowing down in other aspects too. You know, and and it works same in, in the reverse. Like you see someone slimming down, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, they're they're putting in work. They're, you know, I bet that work ethic translates elsewhere too. Yeah,
0: And I think the other part is sometimes people are just very patronizing. Like they automatically assume that if you're fat, you're lazy. Mm-hmm. And if you're fat, you have a poor work ethic. And if you're this, you're that. Right. And, you know, I kind of made the point earlier that weight loss can translate to a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. It can translate to, you know, pe- for like p- finances. Like if you have a bunch of money and then you lose it and then you gain it back, mm-hmm. people see you a certain way. If you had a position and then you lost and you came back, people ser- see you a certain way. You know, we see with athletes kind of the whole thing, right? And so what I'm trying to get at is I think it's important for people to put themselves in the position of others. Yeah. Um, and I know that seems, kind of seems like common sense, but I think so many times people you know, they see me lose all that weight and then gain it back. And they automatically make their assumptions that I just kind of gave up on my body mm-hmm. or that I gave up on myself, but they fail to look at the whole picture. They felt, they fail to take a step back and look at the macro, you know, um, at the macro of how I'm living my life of how involved I am with other things and right. everything that I'm doing. And again, it's not an excuse for myself, but I go back to what I made the point earlier is for me, it's a priority. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for me, a priority was giving back to my community, giving back to my uh, to my job and to my family. And my weight kind of fell apart. Um, but I kind of I'm coming back now to realizing that the way I feel, the way I look has so much impact mm-hmm. in how I do everything else. So even though I might feel like I'm taking a step back or putting a pause on my career or my relationships or my family or my community. If I can just invest in myself and pay myself first, mm-hmm. I'm going to help so much more people exponentially.
1: Yeah, well it's it's that old analogy of uh you pouring water into other people's cups, well you can't pour up, pour water out if you haven't if you don't fill up the pitcher first. So, yeah, you definitely have to take take care of yourself. And I want to circle back to something you said um about uh people not being or people seeing just the the outside perception of you and not really knowing what else is going on that's that's true of everyone you know you we only see what we let other people see you know whatever we post on instagram or or social media um you know i have friends that only post when on like the one one night a month when they're working late and they post like hustling 10 10 p.m and i'm like all right. Hashtag I, grind. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, bro, we were, we were partying like a week ago at 4 p.m. Like I know you're, you're just doing this just to put on a, a show. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, um, with, with putting on the show for the sake of encouraging others. And that's, and that's, that's how I look at it is, but, but also to that extent, you can't know everything else that's going on in someone's life. You can only see things from, from a, A surface level and if you're close with them maybe a little bit further than that uh so to judge just from a a a physicality is is such a shallow thing to do so we
0: do have listeners who do struggle with their weight Mm -hmm. um what are you know some tips that you want some practical tips that you want to give them so they can start applying
1: them right now practical tips uh easy tips i always defer back to a a youtuber named i think it's scooby Uh, it's exercise more, eat a little bit less, drink more water. That was, that's the easiest thing to do. Um, and what I do to, to, to watch my weight is I track my macronutrients. So I eat a certain amount of proteins, carbs, and fats a day, but I just fill that with whatever foods I want. Um, like today I had oatmeal, eggs, and chicken for chick some ground chicken in the eggs for like a mini omelet for breakfast and then, uh, you know maybe turkey and rice for lunch or you know but i'll i'll still like tomorrow i'll probably go have a pizza or something (laughs) you know it's it's not every day i'm eating you know this this super clean healthy bro food um and you can totally allow yourself to have an indulgence every now and then it's it's think of my buddy richard posted this on instagram and i love this he said um you're not going to get fat overnight by eating one cheeseburger in the same way. You're not going to get lean overnight by eating one salad. So think of it like that whenever, like if you are trying to diet and you have a cheat meal, just remember, keep that in mind. Like you can't get lean overnight and you're not going to get fat overnight.
0: Yeah. I think for me, it's apply the 80, 20 rule, Mm -hmm. you know, bust your ass 80% of the time and 20% of the time you can kind of mess around Mm -hmm. and calories in calories out. Um,
1: yeah, end it's, of the day, end of the day, guys, please stay away from fad diets. Uh, fad diets generally don't work because you have to adhere to them for a lifetime. Pick something that you can adhere to for a lifetime.
0: And adapt a lifestyle you're willing to live. Don't do a diet. Yeah. Um, I think it was Jay Shetty who was talking about uh, diets and mm-hmm. how the monks don't use the word Diet, because as, it was Kanye West.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the old Tibetan monk, di- Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very
0: different from Jay Shetty. He was saying that they don't use the word uh, diet because it says diet in mm. it. And so they, they use the word living it or something mm. like that. But but again, it's it's a lifestyle. You, yeah. you, if you incorporate a diet, it's, it's not going to work out for you. Um, so calories in, calories out. Make it simple on yourself. 80-20 rule. And try to just... Go for a walk. Yeah. Um, if you can't walk, you know, move your hands, Mm -hmm. do something to help you choose the stairs over the elevator, something like that. It's the little things park a little bit further away. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's, that's how you get started. But, but yeah, if you guys want any, any, uh, weight loss tips, um, you know, feel free to reach out to either Randy and I, and and even though I haven't lost all of the weight that I want to lose, (laughs) I still know what I'm talking about. So,
1: yep. And, and I'm not a, uh a registered dietitian but i do know a few that <laughs> um like but I, I can always give tips but um yeah if, if you do want to seek professional help go with a dietitian not a nutritionist you have to have a certain license to be a dietitian anybody can say they're a nutritionist so a little, little fun fact for you all sweet
0: well good luck out there making them reps and losing them pounds and we'll talk to you all later
1: yep see y'all